The Atlantic Access Podcast is a presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton. See entertainmentplus.ca. Welcome to the Atlantic Access Podcast. Awesome songs performed by Atlantic Canada's finest recording artists. Now your host, Terry Parker. Well, thank you so much and welcome to episode 188. This week featuring the music of Lorna Lovell, Newfoundland Labrador singer-songwriter. Her first claim to fame actually came on the strength of her debut album a few years ago. It was nominated for three Music NL Awards at that time. And she recently released her third, most recent project, Bring the Fire, sees Lorna in her element. With a custom-made sound crafted to her unique talents and qualities, the songs on this EP are all quite strong and could lead to another slew of nominations at the Music NL Awards this fall. Lorna has an interesting perspective on her recordings and on life in general, so stick around as we have a chat here in just a little bit. Getting things underway with a couple of tunes, we're going to hear No Country for Women right after the title song. This is Dragon Bring the Fire is on Atlantic Access.
Atlantic Access this week, it's Lorna Lovell and the new album Bring the Fire. We just heard a couple of tunes, a title song, and also we just heard No Country for Women. We've got Lorna joining us here. Lorna, congratulations on this album. You must be very pleased. Thank you so much. I am ecstatic, actually. (laughs) So excited for it. Not enough adjectives, yeah. So then how is this one special compared to the others? Because this is not your first project, but you're very comfortable in your skin with the release of this album. How is it different? Exactly. Um, Well, this is my third studio album, and I did a bunch of singles in between uh, the first and the um, last two. And the last two albums are actually part of a, a larger project where I wanted to show that I can write in different genres and not to be just put in a country box or any box. Mm. you know, that I can kind of write outside of that. So, you know, I've touched on, I've written folk songs, I've written stuff that's definitely country, but now, like, I'm moving more into, like, pop and rock, because I love all kinds of music. Yeah. But, I don't know, this one feels more like me, like I'm farming in my groove, 
um, in terms of writing, and my producer just really, really knocked this one out of the park. Well, let's talk about your producer then, because you do have this unique sound that's coming across mm-hmm. here. Did that take a lot of effort, I wonder? Like, what's the recipe here, like the magic, a vision that your producer had, for example, or is it something that you kind of said, you know what, let's do this and try to figure this out? Well, this was definitely me, but it just goes to show that Clint Curtis, is, I don't know, He's just got such great instincts. It's like he's in my head sometimes <laughs> because I, you know, I bring him the songs and, um, you know, I, I talk to him about the songs, like the meanings behind it. You know, he gets like the real inside scoop on this stuff, right? I tell him like what I'm looking for and the kind of sound I'm looking for. And there are times when there's a bit of back and forth. Sometimes I come around, sometimes I'm like, nope. I don't know. He's genius in his own right. What a gift that is. And it is. Like, I'm so lucky. We met in 2019, and he's done all my stuff. And uh, You're a three-time nominee there in Newfoundland Labrador with the Music Awards there. Um, I'm thinking, and I didn't get a chance to research this in depth, I saw that you have been nominated three times, including country recording and indigenous recording, I believe. Yeah, that was the first album, actually, um, whenever I sing. Okay. And uh, so Island Girl and all that great stuff. Well, it sounds like you're having fun with it, though. It seems like you're, I am. Huh? you're nope. just kind of following your gut on this stuff. And I think it's working. I mean, there's some monster tune. I like this album because it's, um, like, I've got it out in my car most of the time. I mostly only listen to my own stuff because I'm writing so much or I'm reviewing stuff that's being worked on in the studio uh, or just making sure I learn it, you know, because there's nothing worse than being at playing somewhere and you get a sign request or you go to do it and you're forgetting your own stuff. <laughs> So, you know, I'm always I'm always practicing and learning. But I, I have this album on because I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, if, if I didn't write this, this is what I would want to be listening to. Wow. And I think that's what makes me so excited about it, you know? Actually, it's interesting to me because a lot of people will say, well, they do, they'll, they'll do the opposite. They'll try to, <laughs> they're like a sponge and they want to listen to as many different, you know, artists as catch this and catch that. And there's so many that work that way. I don't hear too many that work the way you do. And it's, uh, it's kind of cool. I thought it was weird, but <laughs> okay. <good. laughs> yeah. Well, weird is cool. Cool can be weird. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, uh, I think we're all a little weird in our own way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we definitely are. Uh, anyway, another great song on the album that we're going to play here is called Like and Share, which is, of course, an expression that everyone is uh, quite familiar with, with social media mm-hmm. circles. Uh, that one was actually already produced um, last year ahead of this album, so, and I knew that... It, I, you know, I knew I was going to want to include it on this particular album, so that kind of helped shape the rest. You know, the picking of the rest of the song because oh, okay. I had so much to choose from, right? Mm-hmm. But Lake and Share was a fun one, and this is the clean version on the album. Because I mean, let's face it, we all get mad at social media sometimes, and this was my expression, just the way of getting it out. But it's just in a fun way, and I think like all ages are going to enjoy this song. It can influence how we you know, how we view our own self-worth. Well, let's get to it then. It's Lorna Lovell, and it's from the new album, Bring the Fire. This is Like and Share on Atlantic Access. My girlfriends be like, look at what I'm cooking over here. Mashed potato, pumpkin pie, girl, I don't really care. Bake it, boil it, steam it, fry it, put it in your hair. Just be sure to post a pic so I can like and share. Like and share, if you love me, baby, baby, like and share. Show me that you care. Like and share, if you love me, baby, baby, 
classifieds, there's always one or two. It's better than a concert, yeah, the dirt some people air. Don't forget to tag me, girl, so I can like and share. Like and share, if you want me, baby, baby, like and share.
of the album is Bring the Fire. This is Lorna Lovell, and we just heard all of me on Atlantic Access. The album is available on all the streaming sites, and we want to encourage you to check them out. And I think I saw something where you've picked up a box of hard copies along the way. Maybe you're going to have some product for sale at your shows this summer? I do. I, I do have a copy of Bring the Fire in CD format. You can order them through my website www.lornalovell.com Okay, well let's get back to uh, the studio work. How mm-hmm. many different musicians did you have in the studio with you? Were they the folks that you tend to perform live with or a different batch? Uh, no, mostly when I perform live I'm just doing solo shows. Um, that is one of the things that's top on my list right now is to try to get a band put together mm. to really showcase this music, right? Clint did most of the instruments himself uh, on this album. The other one, we used uh, Steve Hinson out of Nashville for a steel guitar and some stuff. But everything, honestly, is Clint, except for Dragon Ring Fire. There is a Gujin on that, which is a 13-string Chinese musical instrument. Um, it dates back, like, 2,500 years, that instrument. Yeah, um, there was a, a lady, Dr. Jing Jia, was here doing a workshop in Cornerbrook where I live. When I wrote that song, I knew I wanted a Gujin on it, but I didn't even know what it was called, honestly. I just knew it to hear it. Through uh, Music NL, I did see her online. You know, I became aware of her, that she was in St. John studying this instrument. And when I saw that she was coming here, I was like, I have to meet her. <laughs> well, it was like it was meant to be, after you, all. It was like it was I, meant it to be. It absolutely yeah. was. So I went and I did her workshop, and I just asked her, you know, if she would be open to playing on a song, and she was. Emailed the track, what we had done so far on it. And honestly, it was already really strong and really cool. So yeah, she was totally into it. And she really, um, she said the meaning behind the song really resonated with her as, you know, I, I got picked on a lot and bullied a lot going through high school and underestimated a lot because of my size. I'm pretty tiny, just genetically, you know. That song is about, you know, finding your inner strength. Like that woman has a PhD in her instrument, right? Well, it just, it's just remarkable to me how things tend to fall into place like that, right? Like, yeah. Oh, it's just everything happens for a reason, and I've learned to not stress about little things anymore if it's like everything always works out the way it's meant to, you know? But yeah. it's still astonishing sometimes, and, and it did. It worked out so perfectly. What she did with that, it was just, it was brilliant. Every note. Yeah. So, Lorna, what is it about your upbringing and your childhood that uh, was so strong that drew you towards uh, this crazy music thing that uh, you're really good at? Like, what is it uh, that created that spark early on in your life, do you think? Well, I grew up with music in my house, you know. My mom could sing a song for every situation, anything anybody said. She was always singing. Uh, My dad sang, played guitar, mouth organ, organ. and I was in my teens before I realized that a lot of the stuff he was playing around the house was stuff he had written. And I was just astonished at that because I didn't know any other songwriters. You know, I was starting to get into the radio, like around 14, you know. Mm-hmm. And I actually wasn't allowed, it's kind of weird too, I, I wasn't allowed to listen to like rock and roll and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was a Christian home, pretty sheltered when I look back now. And so I was kind of a bit of a rebel, you know, <laughs> right. that way. And I, and I literally convinced him, like, this is not bad. Like, this man writes amazing music. He's brilliant. And I finally made it okay that I was listening to Corey Hart, you know. Yeah. And his, his the poetry in 
his music like is what really um I guess wowed me and, and made me think like I you know I wish I could write music and then when I realized like I said my dad was a songwriter I was like well maybe I could I I had a family pretty young and um it didn't really happen for me until I was like in my early 30s so wow. never say never and all of me actually was you can see like it's short little verses but they're just a, a juxtaposition that is my life like as an indigenous enigma person who is also a Christian um you know, ain't light and fires with holy water used tobacco in my prayer, that kind of thing. And I am a preacher's daughter, and I'm also known to swear, you know, and that's okay. These are, you know, it's two sides of me, but it's, it's all me, and take it or leave it. Okay, we- <laughs> Embrace who you are. Uh, Lorna, thanks so much for your time, and much success to you on this. We're going to play a couple of tunes here. Uh, gonna, the next one actually is called I Love You, which is kind of a tender tune. This one is actually Clint's favorite on the album. This is about when you first realize that you're falling for somebody and, and you're kind of too nervous to say it first and you don't know if they love you back or whatever. Right? Yeah. But if they do actually say it, then it can be really, really wonderful. Uh, well, I can't wait to hear <laughs> it now. <laughs> so we're going to spit it. <laughs> have, a, have a wonderful summer and we'll look forward to the next round of, um, of uh, nominations coming out this fall for Music NL and see if you can add to the, to the already impressive total you have there. That would be cool. Thank you so much, Terry, for having me. This is I Love You from the album Bring the Fire. Lorna Lovell is on Atlantic Access. I know your side. I know it so.
Atlantic Access Podcast is a presentation of Entertainment Plus Mobile DJ and Media Relations in Moncton. See entertainmentplus.ca. And Lorna Lovell was our guest this week on our feature of her brand new EP. It's called 
Bring the Fire. And we encourage you to check out the entirety of that project at your favorite music streaming service. And then keep up to date with what's happening with Lorna through her website, lornalovell.com. So we managed to find two more hot tracks to debut this week on our bonus tracks segment. Coming up, a fantastic new song from Acadie band La Vire featuring Atlantic Access podcast alumni Christine Melanson, who we had a chance to feature when she released a debut album some time ago. Her crisp, warm vocals are featured on this brand new song, Fais-toi en pas, coming right up after a new artist discovery. Also based in Newfoundland, and Labrador. This is Valmy with a great new song, The Darkest, on Atlantic Access.
le bord du cap, proche de la maison, c'est Joe Galin. Tous les soirs au soleil couchant, je sortais toujours son violon. Le party punk vers les minuit, toutes les filles, tous les garçons. Danse avec un verre dans la main, au son du violon de Joe Galin. L'album vend la marque ici, au matin on allait se coucher. Oh, oh, oh fais-toi-en pas, fais-toi-en pas. Si tu sais pas trop danser, je te montrer à taper les pieds. Oh, oh, oh fais-toi-en pas, fais-toi-en pas. Si tu te mettais à tomber, il y en aura trois pour te relever. Sortait toujours son violon. show each week. Follow the Atlantic Access podcast with Terry Parker and like our Facebook page, facebook.com Atlantic Access. Access always spelled with an X.